The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We're off to take a look at the gold riches of West Africa today by catching up with the Mali gold explorer, Oklo Resources. Oklo trades under the code OKU or Oscar Kilo Uniform and last traded at 14.7 cents for a market cap of about 75 million. Before taking a look at Oklo specifically, it's worth noting that the West African gold scene has been a hotbed of merger and acquisition activity of late. Last year, we saw the nine-month takeover battle between Chinese and Russian interests for Cardinal Resources, which was planning to develop a gold deposit in Ghana. Ahead of the bid, it was a 25 cent stock. The opening bid was 45 cents, and it ended up popping off at $1.07 with Chinese interests winning the day. The Canadians have also been busy. There was Endeavour Mining's $2 billion purchase of Senegal gold producer Taranga last year. And just this week, Burkina Faso gold producer and Ivory Coast gold developer Rox Gold said yes to an $850 million bid from Fortuna. The M&A activity tells us that despite some real and perceived risks of operating in West Africa that might scare off some investors, the corporate world of gold producers are clearly prepared to pay big premiums for projects in the West African region. And that's because they come with scale and grade, and it's usually scale and grade that they can't find in their home markets. So West Africa deserves the attention of investors. Oclo fits into that space, something reflected in the heavy institutional presence on its share register. It's uh, just released what is West Africa's newest gold resource from its Dandoko project in West Mali. It's very much an initial ex- uh, estimate as expiration continues. The estimate came in at 11.3 million tonnes at a handy 1.83 grams a tonne or 668,000 ounces. The maiden resource estimate allows Dandoko to proceed to the usual scoping study and then feasibility study work ahead of a development decision. To bring us up to speed with the Oclo story, we have with us today its Managing Director, Simon Taylor. Hi, Simon. Welcome to the podcast and thanks for your time today. Hi, Barry. Yeah, thanks for having us and looking forward to having a chat to you. Great. Uh, Simon, for those who don't know the story, it might be best if we can start out with you giving listeners a bit of a snapshot history of Oclo's history in Mali and some background on the Dandoko project itself. Yeah, sure. Look, um, Oclo's been around for a while. Um, I joined the company in about 2015, just after the successful uh, takeover of Papillon Resources, which is a project nearby that had the um, Focola deposit, which was an Australian company taken over by B2 Gold. And Oclo, Oclo at that stage had um, about 100 square kilometres. Um, the share price was sitting about three or four cents, had a market cap of about $5 million. Um, and I jumped on a plane... Um, on the recommendation of a broker to go and have a look at the project um, and look like what I saw, like the in-country team. Um, of, of course, we've got Madoni Diallo, who's on our board, who's a, a Malian who picked up the ground. And um, they had a couple of drill holes there that had some nice alteration and um, agreed to join the board. Um, and we had a process of, you know, recapitalising the, com- the, the company and, and raise some money and 
got on with got on with the work over there. We were lucky enough to bring in um, Andrew Boyd as our uh, general manager exploration, and Andrew was involved with the, the coal discovery. So some really good in country. And uh, for coal, just by the by, is what is it six, seven, eight million ounces now? Uh, yeah, look, it's it's well over well over eight million ounces. Um, they're producing well over half a million ounces a year and growing. Um, it's a fantastic ore body. So just, again, just for those people who uh, might not have a great understanding of West Africa, you're in West Mali, and that puts you in. Uh, I'm seeing the, the company's material that you like to uh, say that you're looking for elephants in elephant country. So, what are some of the bigger projects around you in, in neighbouring countries and in Mali itself? Yeah, look, particularly where we are in that western part of Mali, we're right up against the, the border with Senegal, uh, and there's a main geological feature there called the Senegal Mali Shear that pretty much runs down the border between the two countries. And as you mentioned, yeah, B2 Gold's operating um, to the west of us, about 20 kilometres away, uh, over 7 million ounces. Um, to the northwest of us, about 30 kilometres away, is, is the um, operations of Barrick, which was Rangold, another another merger. So it was operated by Rangold, taken out by Barrick. Uh, there's over 17 million ounces in that Lulu Gungoko uh, complex. Mm. Uh, to the north of us, you mentioned a company earlier, Endeavour, that was taken over a while ago. Endeavour had the Tabacoto mine. Uh, that's to the north of us, about um, uh, 37 kilometres away, actually, by car. Um, and then elsewhere in West Africa, as you mentioned, you know, there's some big deposits. Um, and um, it's it's an area that has, what I liked about it is it just hadn't had, you know, the extent of exploration that had been done in Western Australia, where I've worked previously. Um, so big systems, um, and the prize is big if you, if you get onto these big systems. Mm. Now, I mentioned uh, the recent resource estimate. Uh, just what have you got there and what's the upside uh, for more exploration? Yeah, look, we've put out our, uh, our initial um, uh, resource. You mentioned the, the figures earlier. It's just under 700,000 ounces at about 1.8 gram. What's, what's robust about it, Barry, and what we're, we're proud of as a company is that, that over 50% of it is already in the measured category. And over seventy nine percent of it is in measured and indicated. So, it's you know it's an area that we won't have to come and do you know much infill drilling. We'll now go and grow the resource along strike and at depth. Um, what's what's nice about it also is in the announcement that we put out is we showed a, a very strong um, grade tonnage curve. So if you the initial resource was done at um, 0.3 of a gram cutoff, uh, very well constrained within pits with Malian royalties and taxes and so it's it's been constrained well in a pit, um, and if you do a, a you know higher cutoff at you know, say a gram, there's there's still sort of five hundred and seventy thousand ounces, about two point eight. Mm-hmm. Even higher cutoff at two grams, we've got just just over four hundred and ten thousand ounces at over four grams. So we've got real optionality to um, as we now look at our technical studies and mining studies to to look at mining higher grade feed. It's all open cut. It's all from surface. Um, and the nice thing is we've got these very high-grade pods that we could we get access early on in the, in the development curve. Now, mm. uh, this resource is at the Seco uh, uh, deposit. Yeah, the, the main about ninety percent of it's from Seco. There's three Seco mm. called um, SK1, very uh, imaginative of us. Yeah. <laughs> SK2 and SK3. There's actually an SK4 and an SK5, which we're, we're still drilling. Um, and then a small, so 91% of the resources from these three areas. And then there's um, some other resources that are, 
and an area called Jabiru at Coco and Disay. And they're the areas that, particularly Coco and Disay, that we're, we're, we're going to be drilling. We, we just announced last week another 14,000 metres of drilling. So, um, you know, this is, this is most of the other thing I didn't mention is that um, well over 65% of the resource is oxide. So we haven't really tapped into the high-grade, potential high-grade feeder zones in the fresh rock, which is what you get at Pecola. Mm. Um, very deep. We've got a very deep weathering profile here, over over 200 metres in some of the areas. Um, so early, you know, good, you know, early indications of low-cost mining, you know, low-cost processing, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, in and of itself, um, the just under 700,000 ounces, that's enough for you to get moving on scoping and feasibility study work? Yeah, look, it is. It, 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 what, we're, what we're looking to do over the next 12 months is push down uh, technical studies in, 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 and scale into a scoping study uh, and also moving, moving forward on, on all our environmental and baseline work, which we're pretty well advanced with um, because we'd like to get this permitted, um, you know, in the next 12 to 18 months um, and, and then move down that development road. So there's enough, there's enough there to do some initial technical studies and scoping and see what, 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 what the numbers come up with and what we need and what we will need going down the track. But really, um, there's sort of two, two angles is to grow the resource. We still want to, we're still looking for that multi-million ounce deposit, which we have nearby. Um, we believe we're onto a very similar system, same, same host rocks, same alteration. Um, but we're also pushing down that early development road where we've got some really nice grades. There's a lot of gram, there's a lot of one gram, sort of million ounce, one gram ore bodies in West Africa, but this is quite unique in that we've got some high grade, you know, as I said, there's over 400,000 ounces here at over four grams at surface. So these are the sort of things we can, we've got options on. Mm. And I was just going to ask you to expand a bit, if you could, on what the, the regional upside is. You touched on it there, but um, are there any particular projects that excite at this stage? Yeah, well, there's sort of three areas that we can grow um, the, the resource through. Um, there's the near pit. Uh, extensions. There's a whole lot of um, intersections that fall just outside the pits, uh, particularly at SK1 South. We reported a, an intersection of um, 11 metres at over 6 grams, which is at you know, 120 metres depth, just off the side of the pit, which we think is another load developing. So there's, there's you know, targets there. And then regionally, a long strike from SECO, um, we've got a 15-kilometre long corridor of auger anomalies, which is what we did early on in 2016. We came in and augured the whole the whole project, a bit like soil sampling. Mm. We came in and did very shallow auger, about 70,000 metres of auger, and came up with a host of targets. So that's that's areas that we'll, we'll, we'll target. And we're learning a lot more now about the geology as we go through and, and using IP has been pretty effective. So that's the second string is to look at these other targets, long strike along that corridor, it's over 15 kilometres. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier in the in the podcast, we started with 100 square kilometres. We have pegged and, and picked up areas around us. We've got about 500 square kilometres now, and we particularly like a couple of projects, Candiol and Roofing and Sari, and we've just completed um, 8,500 metres air core drilling on those projects. Um, so that's the third sort of string in the bow, if you like, for growth opportunities, and they're all within trucking distance of Seco. So... Hmm. I think what's really unique is none of this. This is all. This is a brand new discovery. So this is, you know, it's not an area that we've had, you know, thousands of metres of drilling, and we're trying to reinvent what was done before or look for angles on on what might have been missed. But this is all 
this is all the new discovery, which is exciting. Yeah, okay. So no shortage of targets. Uh, how do you go about funding the uh, and capitalising on this upside? Yeah, we've, we've got plenty of cash. We've got about $14 million in the bank at the moment. Um, so we've got plenty of cash to continue drilling all through the rest of this year and into next year. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's how we'll keep, keep going with, with the funding. Um, as you said earlier, we've got some good shareholders on the register um, and some of those shareholders, you know, know that, you know, these, these West African ore bodies can develop into something big. So we've got some good patient shareholders mm-hmm. there. And, um, we'll continue, mm-hmm. continue to drill. The, the excitement's in the drill, drilling. Have you set a timeline yet for you know, scoping, feasibility study, final investment decision, sort of? Um, we, we've set a, a, a timeline internally to try and push forward for potentially get a mining licence in the next 12 months. Mm. Um, we're well ahead on all our environmental and baseline studies. We've got calls into um, various groups um, over the next you know, couple of weeks and, and started last week on on, on studies because we really once we got the resource out we knew what we were dealing with so we we did some initial work but once we actually published the resource mm. and had work with um, and we've looked at some other projects in West Africa you know the Perseus the Singui projects quite similar when that started that had you know, I think just over four hundred and thirty thousand ounces at about two point four grams in a reserve um, and we've looked at some capex figures on those sorts of projects so um, there are Similar projects in Africa. There are these. These will be, you know, multiple pits, which is quite common over there to start with. Um, and so there is, you know, the fair bit of fair bit of historical work that went on and, and is going on that we can use as inputs into our studies. Mm, okay. Now, from my introduction, um, anyone would think I see Oklo as a potential takeover target, which which I do, I guess, but. Given the share price has come off from some of the highs seen last year on the back of gold price weakness and some issues in other countries and Mali itself, I guess, I was just wondering um, the current market value. Uh, do you feel exposed to a you know a low ball takeover bid or any concerns on that particular point? Oh look, you know we I, I think the company's cheap at the moment. Yes, um, you know you've. It's the usual. It's the usual scenario, isn't it? The, the excitement is when you're drilling those first holes and getting mm. and, and discoveries, and, and everyone gets excited. And we we went through that probably two years ago, and then you start doing the studies and you know putting out your resource statements, and people start putting you know, numbers on you. But for us, you know, there's a lot of upside from here. Um, we we do have very good shareholders, and 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 you know who who I, I, I very much doubt would um, you know. Do anything at these levels so um you know we've just got to get on with the job and, and push down that development road and create more excitement from from the drilling which is going on at the moment there's you know as i said there's fourteen thousand meters going in now well i see uh you uh, recently earlier this month um put your hand in your own pocket and bought some shares on market you obviously like the story yeah no absolutely i've, I've bought shares from from day one so um we don't get a lot, a lot of opportunity to with, you know, yeah. as far as, you like know, yeah. results, everything coming else. So uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity. I think, you know, as you mentioned earlier on, there are, there is uh, West Africa has been a place that m and goes on and there's not many deposits still being found. So um, it's one place that you can really find a, find a very big deposit. We have three existing mills around us um, and we have other people that are looking to, 
to grow. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good opportunity at these levels. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, Mali as a place to operate, how would you characterise it? Look, it's, it's Africa. It's West Africa. It's, um, it's, it's as far as the mining code goes, it's, it's a great mining code. Things get done. Uh, mines get built. I mean, since I've been there, Hummingbirds built their project in South Mali and, and now is in production. Um, obviously, B2 Gold's built for Kola. That's, that's in, in, in production. Um, West Africans built their, their, their project in Burkina. I think one of the key points is to have good in-country people, and I mentioned Madani Diallo earlier. He was, um, he was actually BHP's exploration manager for Africa for about 10 years, based out of London. Right. Educated, you know, well-connected in government and well-connected into the, into the industry, and we very much rely on you know, him and, and our, our local geologists and our local, local guys in, in, in country. So geologically, it's a fantastic place to, to explore. Um, you know, we've taken a little bit longer to get a, a handle on the geology, but that's because there hadn't been any work done here. And, um, you know, coming into a new area is, um, is exciting. So there's lots of, lots of upside for us. Right, okay. Uh, just pulling it all together for investors, um, <clears throat> what should they be looking out for in the next, well, for the remainder of 21, I guess? Uh, look, drilling results. Um, we have regional results, about 8,000 metres coming from the regional projects I talked about. Those, those uh, samples are in the, in the lab now, so hopefully there'll be some results in the next two or three weeks. Uh, lots of drilling on the growth side around Dandoko itself um, at, at Seco, um, about 14,000 metres. Uh, metallurgy, we've got some uh, met work going on at the moment, which we will have results for soon. So, look, really drilling drilling, and, 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 and updates on studies as we go forward is the, is, is the exciting thing for investors. And, um, and as I said, we're fully funded to do the work. And, the other thing, and, and as I said, we don't need to do a lot of infill drilling. Um, and the money we can spend the money looking for growth and, and opportunities. We've really we've already we've now set the you know really solid foundation for the start of the mine, um, and it's now about growing at long strike and at depth and, and other targets. Mm. If uh, you had to, would you, could you give investors some idea of when you might actually be in production? Uh, look, if all went well, um, you could be potentially in, in sort of three years, potentially. Um, we haven't looked that far ahead yet. We've only just got the resource out. Um, but, um, yeah, two to three years you could potentially, you know, if you went hard, mm -hmm. get this thing moving. But, you know, we'll, do, we'll know more once we've done these studies um, and how they go the next um, short while. Yeah. Well, the gold market... Anyone would think uh, that the gold market had fallen a heap, but US seventeen eighty is still a, a very good price for new projects. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, as I said, I looked at some. I've been looking at some of the N forty three one hundred ones from some of the guys from four or five years ago, and they're all based on twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollar gold price. Yeah, um, there you go. And there you go. I mean, we what we when we constrained our pits, we used a. $2,000 gold price, but what's really interesting on, on our, our resources, if you, you put us, uh, you know, sensitivities to the, to the US dollar price, if we, if we did it at 1750, we only lose about 4% of the ounces, and at 1500, we only lose 8% of the ounces. So this, this is, as I said earlier, it's a really robust resource. The gold price, yeah, moving around, I, th I think investors are, you know, 
wanting to see it go one, you know, hopefully up, but one way or the other, it seems to be, you know, you think it's it's getting a start and it comes back again. But I think the outlook for gold looks looks good. But um, you know, we're just going to get on and keep drilling, and we know even at lower gold prices, this project's going to make money. Yep, that's the way. Okay. Okay, folks, there you go. An exciting virgin discovery in uh, West Mali uh, continues to grow with a, a near-term uh, production potential likely at good grades. Uh, and as I mentioned there, they still pretty good gold prices. So with that, I'm going to say thanks for your time today, Simon, and all the best with it. Great. Thanks very much, Barry. Thanks for having us.